Welcome back, my friend. This is Evangelist Mike McCurry. You're joining us for the final day of this week of broadcast, and I'm so happy that you are. I'm joined in the studio by my oldest daughter, Emmy Jane McCurry. Can you tell? Can you ask the folks how they're doing today? How are you doing today? <laughs> Hopefully you're doing well. I don't know if you're listening from your car. Maybe you're listening at work. Maybe you're listening here in the morning, the afternoon, the evening. Regardless of where you are, what station you're on, what state you're in, what country you're in right now, I want to thank you for being a part of the broadcast. We've been joined this week by my two girls, Emmy Jane McCurry and Lucy Louise McCurry. Lucy decided she wasn't as interested in being a part of today's broadcast, so she's sitting in the other chair looking over at me. How are you doing, Lucy, over there? You doing, you're doing good? I don't know if you could hear her on the microphone, but she says she's doing good. She just didn't want to sit behind the microphone today. Now, Miss Emmy, talk to us for a little while. Now, you're four years old. Does that mean that you are a baby, or what are you? A big girl. You're a big girl. You've done a very good job. We The other night, uh, let's see, in the morning, pretty early in the morning, she woke up, and you had had a you'd had a bad dream, hadn't you? A little bit, and the night after, when we were going to sleep, mm-hmm, and Lucy's joining in. Hey, you you decided you want to be on this broadcast. Now now she decides against that. But anyway, so the next night, uh, it was actually last night, I guess, that uh, Emmy came to me and said, "I really don't want to have bad dreams tonight." So what did we do about that, Emmy? We prayed. We prayed, and what happened when you when you woke up this morning? You told me what. I have the good dream. You have a good dream. Well, it's very nice when God answers our prayers, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, it, sometimes you got you got to talk on the radio because they they can't hear your head nodding. What was that a good thing? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she started nodding again. Hey, Miss Lucy, would you like to come over here and join us again on the radio? No, she says. No, she just wants to talk over there. Well, l- yesterday, Miss Lucy, you picked out this gospel track, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Well, can we talk about this one now? Yeah. It's called Freedom in Forgiveness. It was written by a friend of mine, Paul Peruki. It tells his life story. Here's what he says. It's a life testimony of Paul Peruki. Paula and I, he says, were married in 1984 and had a rough life because of drugs and much death. In 1986, my... 18-year-old nephew died. Then my father died from alcohol. Then the next year, my mother died in my arms. Her last words were, it's all right. But nothing was. Six weeks later, a best friend living with us died. And continuing on, it just goes through this this almost sounding horrible sounding history of his life. He thinks his marriage is over. He thought a baby would save, having a baby would save his marriage. It, it wouldn't. And on down the way, then he was invited to a church. May 20th, 1990. He says, the message was for me. The invitation and the knowledge that Jesus paid it all was given to me by God through his men. And God saved my soul. Now, I'll say this. If you don't know the freedom that comes through God's forgiveness, then I invite you today to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior like I did many years ago, like Paul Peruki did back in 1990. If you have more questions, I'd love to hear from you. But if you're a Christian friend and you know Christ is your Savior and you'd like to get some of this gospel track called Freedom in Forgiveness, you can do that 
at BibleTracksInc.org. I passed out one of those gospel tracks, and not too long ago, we had a flat tire on our... I'm sorry, no, it, that one wasn't a flat tire. The AC compressor went out on our vehicle, and we had to get towed and all these things. And one of the tow truck drivers, I gave him that gospel track and followed up with him about a day or two later when I was checking on the vehicle in the shop, and he said, was that was that your life story? I, I said, no, that was, that was a friend of mine. He said, well... That really impacted me because my mom, my dad, they both died of, of heroin overdose. And we got to talk about things of the gospel and found out that he knew Christ as his Savior. But I've got to ask you, friend, do you know Christ as your Savior? More important than anything that happens today. More important than Lucy being on the radio. More important than Emmy being on the radio is the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, Miss Emmy, you are four years old. Is that correct? Are you four? she she keeps catching herself nodding so next year is there something special that's going to happen what's going to happen next year i'm starting school do you think you're ready for that i think so so. what what will you start in what grade will you start in what's it called Kindergarten. Very good. That's where you start, and you're going to do a great job, I think. You're already learning your letters and your numbers. We probably don't have time today, or else I'd have you count and count as high as you can. But Miss Emmy has done a great job on the radio this week, and so has Lucy, even though she's more interested in in smacking around some things on the other side of the table. But, hey, two-year-old, you're doing a great job. Are you doing a good job today, Miss Lucy? But if you've had a great time with Miss Emmy and Lucy, we'd love to hear from you. You can text us. Text us at 309. You ready? Going to give them the number? Hold on, say, say well, they, need to, they need to get a pen. Tell them, tell them to get a pen or a get piece a of pen. paper. Get a pen and a piece of do, paper. Do you like pens and pieces of paper? Because you like to do what? You like to do crafts. Crafts and drawings and things like that and draw hearts and all kinds of stuff. Well, tell them they got to get their crafting stuff out because I'm, we're going to give them a phone number, okay? All right, okay. you ready? 309. 309. 316-316-7240. All right, now this is the end of the week broadcast for you guys. I'm going to finish up my Bible study on generations. Miss Lucy, can you yell bye-bye? Bye-bye. Oh, my Lord. I, I didn't tell you to yell it. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I apologize to all of you and the speakers in your vehicle or wherever you're listening right now. Hey, can you say it a little little more softly? Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good job. All right. Hey, those of you listening right now, don't go anywhere. We'll usher the little girls out. We'll come right back, and it won't be half as fun with just little old me, but we'll finish up our Bible study on generations. Don't go anywhere. Well, friend, the little ones are out for the week. Maybe we'll bring them back next time. I appreciate you allowing me to do this and not tuning us out too badly. In all sincerity, the fact that you are a part of our broadcast family, it really does mean a lot. And it plays right into this lesson that we will complete today on generations. Now, we talked about the fact that we are the fruit of past generations. We are the family of present generations. We didn't create ourselves. We should commemorate what God has done for us, and we should celebrate the, the, the blessings of the past. As the family of the present generation, Paul put an emphasis in 1 Corinthians on togetherness and all of these things. We should spend time with our family, and we didn't really even get to this yesterday, but we should shoulder the troubles of our family. Galatians chapter 6 
26, verse 1, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think of himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. We end today and this week with this thought, we are the foundations of future generations. We must be very careful of the foundation that we lay. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58, therefore my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain. How should we be a foundation for future generations? We should be steadfast. We should be the same as we've always been. We don't need to change or deviate off of God's book. I made mention previously that if there are better methods, if there are ways to do things that, that are more efficient and, and could even bring more honor and glory to God, absolutely. I can tell you this, I don't type my notes up on a typewriter anymore. I don't use a scroll or a, a quill and parchment. I use a computer or, or, or a tablet or things of that nature. I use my phone. But understand this, the gospel has not changed. We should be steadfast and leave a good foundation for future generations. How else should we leave a foundation? How about the fact that we must stand? 1 Corinthians 16, 13, watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong like no other time before. The cause of Christ has been assaulted. It has been absolutely uh, hair-raising to see the, the, the attacks of the evil one against what we do, not only the work of Bible Tracks Incorporated, but across the world. But at no time like the present is there an opportunity to reach people. I've, I've mentioned this, and I, I try not to be too, too pointed to certain circumstances, but with people living in literally abject fear for their lives and, and with all of these, the, the, the news and media stirring up all of these things, can I tell you, at no time like the present, have people been more in touch with their mortality or more sure of the fact that they might die than right now? Maybe not since 9-11 have people been as, as, have had as much realization that they might cross over into eternity. At no time like the present is there a better time to talk to people about their eternal souls. And if we get into political shouting matches about all the things that we disagree with people from the other side of the aisle on, and we lose the last thing, we have one more thing about the foundation of future generations, but if we lose focus, if we lose sight of what's really important, then friend, we will make no impact. We must be steadfast. We must stand firm. And lastly, we must be savior focused. We, we could look really through the entirety of the book of Colossians, such a great book for focusing on the Savior. But do you realize that your view of the Savior will affect all aspects of your life, especially what you focus on passing on? What do you 
concerned about passing on to your children? Are you more concerned about them being a Republican or Democrat? Are you more worried about them being a, a teamster or, or a union member than you are them being a Christian? Are you more worried about them being a, a proud of the fact that they're from or, or you know Detroit or, or Philadelphia or Los Angeles than you are concerned about them being proud of the fact that they are a future resident of heaven? Nothing is as is as important as focusing on the Savior. Where you look is where you will go. First Peter two nine. But ye are a chosen generation, friend. Can I call you to a state of readiness? Let's stand. Let's be steadfast. Let's be Savior focused. Thank you so much for listening today and this week. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.